0: This is Urgent Care Urgent (laughs) Urgent Care
1: Urgent Care is the place you go when you don't have any other option
0: Urgent Care
1: Urgent Care I see a lot of myself in this caller
0: same here Wee-hoo, 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 wee-hoo Yes (laughs) Okay, Mitra's already mad at me. <laughs> 22 seconds into the pod and Mitra's mad at me. 22 because-
1: seconds while your recording started earlier than mine, I guess.
0: Okay, we're not on sync because she's mad. She's mad at me because I am taking care of my body. I'm doing self-care and she can't handle that. She wants me to be focused on work only. Yes. She works me like a fucking dog. Yes,
1: I do. I'm furious. I'm furious mm-hmm. because we're recording in the middle of the day, and normally we record in the evening. So everything's mm-hmm. off. I'm very upset. I'm very and upset. And I'm with eating Joel today. Joel is I don't eating. I'll say it,
0: I'm eating. <laughs> Joel okay. is eating.
1: Joel has made the radical decision to eat on pod, which is a first for us.
0: Yeah, normally I'm drinking a kombucha. Okay. Oh my
1: God, you have to get away from the mic.
0: <laughs> why?
1: Get away.
0: You don't know make people like this? This
1: is horrible. This is very unpleasant.
0: <laughs> this is why Mitra's mad at me today.
1: It is why I'm mad. But I'll, I'll stop being mad once you stop eating. <laughs> this is really unpleasant. I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> okay. I've actually made the radical decision to reverse course and decide not to eat on the pod.
1: I think eat on um, pod, but you just don't have to do it right next to the mic.
0: Why? <laughs> why are you so mad at my decision to take care of my body?
1: <laughs> that is what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, this is urgent care. This is a sort of a, an audio experience where you hear um, a gorgeous Asian man eat on <laughs> mic. Okay, A gorgeous it's homosexual Christmas Asian, Asian man
1: eat on on mic. And that- yeah, it's
0: a, uh don't out me. Don't out me to new listeners.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh God. <laughs> that is not okay what I just did. Well, I'm... Hi, I'm Mitra.
0: <laughs> this is um raging homophobe Mitra Jahari. Stop. <laughs> um, doesn't want me to be healthy. Doesn't want me to be out and proud. Oh, no, um, I do want
1: you to be out and proud. Why? On you your to terms. New on
0: your terms. You only want me to be out and proud on your terms.
1: No, I want you to be fed on my terms and out on yours. Okay. (laughs) Is that fair? That's incredible.
0: And I guess we should sort of back up and say if you are new to the pod, this is an advice podcast that goes –
1: buckle up, babe. (laughs) Off
0: the rails. um, Off the rails, sort of usually about 15 minutes deep to the pod, but um, today it's gone off the rails immediately. Um, Yeah. We're off the rails. We're just sort of, we're uh, we're, we're a train traversing the great American West. <laughs> no rails to be found.
1: Pioneer mode.
0: Mm-hmm. Pioneer mode. Um, you know, there's something when I listen back to the podcast that I do a lot, which is when I can't think of something immediately to say, I just repeat exactly what you just said <laughs> and go, ha, 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 ha.
1: <laughs> I think that's something that, I mean, I know that happens in... With the other two Debras, we just so much of our friendship is just going like picking a phrase and saying it over and over again. So I think I think maybe that is just part of being friends <laughs> or being at least friends. like comedian friends and making fun of each other all the time. Okay.
0: I, so well, I think, I've never made fun of you. I want to be I want to make that clear. I have, have never you, once. OK, so you've listened back you. to the
1: podcast and you don't think you've ever made fun of me.
0: I've never made fun of you. Nothing oh. but respect. I uplift you. I uplift <laughs> you every day. Every day we walk into the studio and I uplift your ass, okay? I uplift your heavy ass. (gasps) Ah!
1: Actually, the rest of you, I think it is the rest of
0: you, (laughs) the rest of you, the rest of you, bird like.
1: Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, the rest of the body, the ass stiff as a board. Ass (laughs) stiff as a board. Actually, it steel ended up being a compliment. (laughs) Yeah.
0: See, because I don't make fun of you, I don't belittle you. Or your heavy ass.
1: But how could you how could you belittle it when it be big?
0: <laughs> be, it be big. The ass be big, honey. The ass be big. Oh my god. So it's an advice podcast. It's an That's
1: advice what you podcast. Need to know. We're gonna give advice to people and we're gonna uh, hear updates from people and um, we love our little community. We love we, we you know what love our little community It's not much, but it's family and it's home.
0: It's home for us. And it isn't it is remarkable that people listen to this. I think about that every day.
1: Well, we, we celebrate you and we're grateful for you. And I would say, Joel, I, I wanted, I, I don't, I, I love what's going on, but I, I also do want to acknowledge that I think this is our worst intro yet.
0: What? <laughs> I was actually thinking in the back of my head, I was like, we've never been funnier.
1: <laughs> I think it's bad, but I think it's funny. I don't think, okay. I don't think bad like. Is, is it you know they're not the, the two aren't mutually exclusive i just don't think it's like good on paper
0: what see we're this is the thing that we this is the problem with us as podcasters the only problem with us as podcasters
1: the single problem i can't wait The to
0: single it. problem with us <laughs> as podcasters is that um we do have a we just have legions and legions and legions of fans who have hung on every single second of the podcast leading up to now <laughs> and um a little bit, like we sort of gesture at new listeners. Every like every episode, we sort of imagine a world where someone who hasn't listened to every single episode of this podcast <laughs> is now just <laughs> dipping their toe into the urgent care waters because they, you know, a friend recommended they listen to, to us, and and that so we is always like
1: really crazy that we think that, that we're getting a lot of new listeners.
0: <laughs> I know, and it's not happening. It's not well, happening. We don't know that are you? Looking but the, at the performance. Metrics? The performance of, like, introducing new listeners to the conceit of this podcast gets worse and worse every time we try and do it.
1: You know, okay, we could be getting new listeners. Like, let's, it's just funny that we assume that we're always getting a bunch, but we definitely could be getting new listeners.
0: Okay, if you, if this is the first episode of Urgent Care you have ever listened to, this is the episode that you decided to dive in. I want you to tweet us at um, uh, Mitra and Joel's secret pod (laughs) at gmail.com.
1: You shouldn't, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Great. Anyways, Mitra, how the hell are you?
1: I'm pretty good. I had a very like like lo-fi week. I I uh, I've just I watched so much stuff this week. So I watched all of Squid Game. Oh. Um, I know I asked you about it. Have you watched any? I haven't
0: gotten to it yet. Okay. I haven't gotten to it yet. Okay. Um.
1: I want to know if and when you do. Um, I'm finally caught up on All the Housewives again. I had like a couple weeks where I sort of lapsed a little bit. I'm feeling mm-hmm. amazing about that. Potomac, it's just amazing. Like every single week is so good. There's really – like because even the dull weeks, I'm still laughing the whole time. You know, like I, it might not be the most exciting week, but we're still watching Karen shoot a commercial for Surrey County in a different city. <laughs> like it's it's joy. It, and then I, I'm – You know, I'm enjoying Salt Lake more than I thought that I would, Um, because I'm still not. I love like any sort of legal woe, but like Salt Lake as a full unit, I'm still not completely sold on. Okay. Um. Oh, and I, I I did feel that I needed to update you. I have obvious. I've completely turned around on Ascala. I love Ascala. I, I think she's great. Um. I well. didn't ever, like, not like Scala. I just didn't, like – I just didn't feel like she was I, – I wasn't, like, sold on her as quickly as everyone else. Because I just felt like for a while we just didn't really know anything about her. And now that we're getting to, like, know her a bit better, I'm really enjoying her.
0: Well, I want to be – I want to be clear that I, my love for skull has sort of been reverse engineered where it was, like, it started I sort of as a joke. Because um, <laughs> she is giving nothing. But then, like, she will have moments that, like, you just have to, like – she'll do, like, one thing every three episodes that you lift up as, like, the greatest thing any housewife has ever said and it's funny (laughs) to do that like when she went to um Giselle's house and she was like I'll be back when there's a door
1: (laughs) that episode of Giselle's house was incredible everything about it was making me laugh I I also love whenever I can't believe how many foot injuries are in the housewives universe right now Sutton rolling around on her little thing Giselle rolling around on her little thing they gotta wear better, 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 better shoes. We'll still, you can still be rich and wear shoes that fit and are good for you. You don't have to wear. Them. Nah, you don't, don't have to lot hurt. I'll know
0: that. Yeah.
1: Non, nah, 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 sh- look, you can spend a lot of money on a pair of orthopedic clogs. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> what else are you watching?
1: Um, I'm watching the uh, Monica Lewinsky show. Um, I just started it. And um, what else? I just started Reservation Dogs and I'm watching What We Do in the Shadows and I'm caught up on that. And I love Shadows so much. Great. Um, I'm watching a lot of shit and it's been great. And that's TV catch-up. And I watched Titan, that movie. uh, Oh my
0: God, I can't wait to see it.
1: It was intense. Um, I, I would be very curious to hear what you think. I, d- I kind of don't want to say anything about it until you've seen no, it. No,
0: yeah. I, um, I want to see it really bad. Because I didn't really
1: know anything about it going in, and I was glad that I didn't. But I did watch a lot of it behind my hands. If you're not into, like, gore, our listeners, <laughs> I wouldn't go. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> between that and Squid Game, I had, like, a very dark week of viewership. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was great. Um what are you, how are you? What's going on? Um,
0: I'm I'm doing really well. I I am sick, as I told you on Tuesday, um, but I'm, I'm I'm powering through. I'm just pretending like I'm not. Um, anyways, um, what else is oh, what, tonight? What else is-
1: tonight oh
0: my god no i was gonna get to tonight okay okay, okay. I, is there anything else you want to talk about before
1: big... we talk about tonight or no or there's just no, get nothing into
0: nothing's going on in, nothing's going in my life it's like the same old shit like i hate my body i love my life you know it's the same old shit um but tonight one of the biggest nights of the year
1: hollywood's okay. biggest night so hollywood's <laughs>
0: biggest night we will be there and that is of course halloween horror night's at Universal Studios I'm and it is going so to be, excited. I I I, I don't want to be cute about it, but it will be a scream okay <laughs> It will be an absolute scream a joy. Um, this is a big moment um for us just uh, as like a, a couple as you and I as a couple. this is this a big moment because Mitra will be meeting the situation tonight. Um,
1: and I haven't and I have we, we have have we've we haven't we haven't Facetime. we haven't we had no interaction. Does he know about me?
0: a little bit because um it was so funny we were watching youtube videos uh last weekend and he was like oh i i, I want i want to show you this girl that uh, me and my friends are so obsessed with it's the look at me girl and i was like the look at me girl what is that oh and Catherine. So he, he pulls up a video of katherine cohen and i was like oh my god i was like that's so funny i love this girl we are good friends um and then i was like if you love katherine cohen i was like um, and he loves Patty, too. I was like, let me show you um, my other friend. And I, I tried to find a bunch of um, It's a Guy Thing videos on YouTube. Not a lot going on. And the one that we did find, we had to turn off because the sound was so bad. We couldn't hear anything.
1: We um, don't I, really have – I specifically don't really have a video footprint, but It's a Guy Thing does not either.
0: yeah. Um, and then I tried to find other videos of you, and I couldn't find one that I wanted to like be the introduction to you <laughs> comedically. So I decided I was like, "You'll meet her at Fright Nights, and um, you'll love her, um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a big moment." He does not like to be scared. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, and I, I do this thing I like to do when he goes to the bathroom in the in the apartment. I like to turn out all the lights and hide, mm. and then um have him find me or i find him um and he hates it um Uh but i think (laughs) (laughs) i love it i think it's one of my favorite things um that's ever happened to me um but it's gonna be huge i love halloween horror nights have you ever been to halloween horror nights at universal
1: no i i don't think i've been to universal before Uh, oh it's
0: the best i'm so excited
1: and i and i i feel incredibly lucky Obviously, for everyone that's going, but especially to be going with Matt Rogers because I do Coaster feel like queen, we're going to be so queen. Yeah, like I just feel like th- so rarely do I feel like I like. Normally, I would be like on the website figuring out exactly what I want to do and all that kind of stuff. But with with Matt Rogers there, I'm like,
2: I feel he's got it.
1: Like yeah. I don't have to think. I'm just going to nope. show up, and I can't wait. It's going to exactly. be so fun.
0: Um, I love I love shit like that I, because I suspend my disbelief just enough to be scared like yeah. on the ground collapsed on the floor. <laughs>
1: scared. I
0: love um, being scared. I love it. I love it. And um, it is really funny because I remember last time I went in 2019 um, I went and they had all these like sort of like zombie geishas walking around and I. Um, they specifically targeted me in a real visceral way. And I remember one of them kept coming at me and I turned and I was like, this feels racially motivated. And the way that this performer backed off and, and truly fled for their lives. I was like, that's so funny that the only thing scary, at the, like the scariest thing at Universal Horror Nights is cancellation. Um, and they understood that. Welcome back, Chelsea. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.
1: Look around. Look around. What about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, it is really funny. Speaking of uh, the situation is that um, he started to go back and listen to old Lost Culturistas episodes that I was on, which made me feel deeply uncomfortable. Although I went back and listened and I stand by everything that I said on every single one of those episodes. Um, <laughs> But the thing is, is I'm like, it is so funny to me that he's like, Oh, I just want to like get to know you. Like, you know, I want to like, you know, hear you on podcasts. And it's hilarious that I have a weekly podcast. That he could dip his toe into. I also. And he has stayed far, far. I'm like, I know he's aware of it. It's just so strange.
1: I, I don't know. I also like, if someone was like, I want to get to know you, I definitely wouldn't point them to like podcast appearances. <laughs> <So> I,
0: <laughs> well, he didn't use that. He didn't use that phrasing, I should say, but like, it's it, that is, I, I think he is like curious. Yeah. You know?
1: That's always um, nightmarish to me.
0: <laughs> I know. I have such a digital footprint and like, I would say I stand by maybe 10% of everything I've ever tweeted and the fact that it's just all there is frightening it's yeah. really really frightening um anyways we should get into things um we only have one cup date today thank god um I think our break sort of fucked up people like it is really funny to me when people um will be like listening to our backlog and send a cup date from something from like episode 40 and it's like okay we've I, everyone involved has moved on we're not playing this um so um but keep sending them because i it's a joy to listen to oftentimes and you never know what will play on this goddamn thing so um let's dive in with this first update. this was um this was for apollo kink teen um and this is a gentleman who moved back to his hometown and is involved in a kink community and one of the kings of the kink community in his hometown is someone who used to bully him in high school um and let's listen to this piece of advice
3: Hi, Urgent Care uh, Heather's staff. This is a second helping for Apollo King's team. Uh, I love your advice, Joel Mitra. Um, I honor it, but uh, I have a suggestion. If this person hasn't seen that other person face-to-face, I suggest that you walk up to this person the next time you, you see him uh, and you say the four most vicious words you can say to a person you've already met, which is Nice to meet you. Uh, if this ends up being served at the restaurant, uh, thank you for accommodating my taste for the bucks
1: Thanks. Bye. Love okay. that.
0: I love this. I think this is um, this is in theory a really good idea. Um, the problem is is that if he says if he plays if this only works if you know the person remembers you because. There's a good chance I remember this call that this guy does not have any clue who this man is. Um and then he will say, "Oh, nice to meet you too." And then you're stuck in this holding pattern and then what if you fall in love? Okay.
2: <laughs> and
0: then later on it's revealed that you went to high school and then you have to live this charade of like, "Oh, I forgot you too," or, or you have to reveal what you were doing. So it's a dangerous gamble, but I think it's one it that but, pays off dividends if it works but
1: if you let them go first we're like hey i'm blah 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 and you're like you go nice to meet you or or they're like remember we met in high school you could also just be like i'm sorry i, I have no memory of you like there's a there's sort of an extension to the suggestion that i think accomplishes the same thing um but i still think you should confront them um but this is great advice
0: I love this advice. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what do we do now? Do we take a break? I can't remember.
1: This happened last week too. And what's going on with you? (laughs) Because normally you're the person who shepherds the podcast. Like Normally you're the one who always like remembers that things need to happen.
0: I know, I know, I know, I know. And I'm having like a still Alice moment and it's really scary. What is that? Mm, Look it up later. Okay. Um, So so I think we take a break (laughs) and then we come back. And do your calls and emails
1: Can That's I read I've you decided. the description of still Alice uh, From IMDb <laughs> yeah. Alice Howland Happily married with three grown children Is a renowned linguistics professor Who? Period
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so I'm having one of those moments Today um,
1: <laughs> Not one more word from IMDb <laughs>
0: nope. That's all you get
1: Great. Well, that clears that up. Um, cool. Well, <laughs> I guess let's take a break. <laughs> let's take
0: a break and we'll be right back. And we're back <laughs> and we have a phone call. I cannot wait. Um, Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go through with it.
2: Let's do it.
0: Chelsea, play the call.
2: Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra love you both equally. Uh, I'm a gay man, he, him, and I live with a heterosexual man, also he, him. He's currently going through a later in life, he's 27, um, sexual exploration moments, and he's having a lot of sex with a lot of girls, and he recently told me that he does some like BDSM and rope play and is like into tying himself up and other people up. I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have is that my roommate asks me to leave the house every single time he has sex with someone and sometimes without a lot of notice. I've lived with a lot of roommates, however, mostly queer, but I've never been asked to leave the apartment so someone can have sex. I do also have an office space that I spend money on in our apartment, but my office space and my bedroom are sandwiched between his, so I kind of understand the discomfort. Um, We also um, split the rents and we share the lease. Um, So I don't, for whatever that's worth. Uh, That said, I do have a job that requires me to work from home, but I have flexible hours with that job, so I can kind of do that whenever. But my other job has a very consistent schedule. Plus, I know his schedule, so when I invite people over, I invite them over when he's not home. Um, And he's often inviting people over on my days off. I am getting kind of annoyed by the frequency of these hookups and the consistent need for me to be, like, away. (laughs) I could be doing work. I can wear headphones. I want to have a conversation, I think. Uh, I don't know. Am I being inconsiderate if I bring up my discomfort with always being asked to leave the house? Is it weird that I'm advocating to stay in my house when he's having sex? It's not like I'm trying to listen. Um, we are also pretty closest friends, but for some reason I'm scared to bring this up. Um, any advice you may have about how to approach this, legitimate or unhinged, would be greatly appreciated. Okay, thank you. Sit on my face, especially Joel.
1: Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: So. Um. Oh sort of. To hang um. Oh. <laughs> I love that he felt that the need he's to still tell. Still on the
1: phone to this day. Yeah.
0: Listening. <laughs> <This> <laughs> um so he sort of got voyeur voyeur sort of against his will um mm-hmm. dragged into voyeurism. Um um there's some kink involved. There's some ropes involved. Um well
1: voyeurism of course
0: voyeurism there we go (laughs) voyeurism she said Um, gritted
1: teeth (laughs) gritted
0: teeth but we got there and we got there quick
1: can the name be voyeurism of course
0: (laughs) voyeurism of course
1: (laughs) okay well i mean our caller obviously said this but a conversation is definitely in order you can't be kicked out every single time it's your home
0: I I mean, the thing is, is if you want to avoid conflict or not even conflict, but like, I don't even think this necessitates a full conversation. You can just say no. um
1: Yeah. You can just say, you hey, just I say no just want to hang at home tonight. So yeah. do with that what you will.
0: And sort of exposure therapy him, like force him into – because here's the thing, like – it is so funny to me. Normally, when you get these types of, of conflicts with roommates, it's the fact that they're bringing strangers into the home at all, mm-hmm. um, to you that to have sex and like the frequency of sex. Like, I know that was sort of a conflict with me and my, one of my old roommates was that they were like, I'm just not comfortable with you bringing guys that you met on the internet home while I'm in the house because they could murder us. And I get that. You aren't even you don't even have a problem with the frequency or the identities of the, the people that he's bringing home to have sex with or even sex acts that they're committing it's just the fact that you're being asked to leave the house which is like which tells me you um are somebody who's been taken advantage of your whole life <laughs> okay and you need to start standing up you need to start standing up for what's right okay you need to get some uh, you need to t- drink a red bull and say no I will not leave
1: it's just a big ask to have to leave so often that's really annoying it's like you know what i would do i would be like you know i it's really inconvenient for me to leave tonight if you really want me to go can you get me a hotel <laughs> or
2: like if, yeah
1: just make it like just as inconvenient for him as it is for you. Yeah, like, where does
0: he think you're going when he asks you to leave the house?
1: Where do you go when you leave? You know. <laughs> Speaking of Matt Rogers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe this maybe our caller has like a partner they're staying with or something like that, but it's still really fucking annoying. Like,
0: yeah, and how long are these sessions? Because I got to tell you, when ropes are involved, when knots are involved, it time. really ups the amount of time you're having sex, okay? Because it's not a get in and get out and get on with your day sort of thing. You got to get the right kind of ropes. You got to learn the knots. You got to open up the book and say, which kind of knot are we using today? You know, it's...
1: (laughs) You got to use a different knot every time.
0: Every time you use a different knot. It's a part of it. And I just think like, it's a a huge ask. And I think what you need to do is look him in the eye and say like, it doesn't seem like this is what you do. You sort of, it's it's not gaslighting, but it's manipulation, you say. (laughs) You look him in the eyes and you say sounds like you're not really comfortable with the kind of sex you're having if I can't listen to it.
1: (laughs) Why do you have so much shame?
0: Yeah. Why do you have so much shame? Why can't I listen? Um,
1: Is it because of what you do or who I am?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Say that verbatim.
0: Say that verbatim. Just see
1: what happens. (laughs) See?
0: See how the <laughs> chips fall after you say that. Um, I, I do think it sounds like you like this person, which is great. And you're being very supportive of that person. And so I do think when you have the conversation, you sort of lead with that. And you say, like, I love what you're doing. I love ropes. I'm really big into rope culture as well. Um, I think what you're doing with the ropes is beautiful. But um, I cannot leave the house as much. I don't have anywhere to go. That's I think you sort of put it in, that, in those terms where it's like – okay I'll, I I just have no place to go this is my home this is my home okay and then I think what you can also do is say like start telling him when you are leaving or planning on leaving you know like be like hey i I'm, I'm actually going out tomorrow night for a while so if you want to plan one of your freaky little hookups tomorrow night would be the night or it's he just needs to that, start, I so that I
1: support so <laughs> much and I love you but you but ultimately me.
0: he can't do this. What he's doing is wrong. Not the sex, <laughs> but ask you to leave. So I think he, he either needs to get used to the idea of you hearing him have this kind of sex um or be more considerate starts, of your schedule. Yeah. Be more considerate. Or he, sta- he or he starts traveling, babe. Yeah. Go over to these girls' houses, okay? Yeah.
1: It's just like it's not that hard. You're making it so easy. Like it, it, that's part of having a roommate and sharing space. Yeah, yeah, it sucks to have people hear you. Fuck, get over it.
0: Yeah, you've <laughs> given him you've given him an inch, and he's taken a mile, and he's tying girls up with it. Okay, does yeah. that make sense?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Misha. Yeah, you tie you you tie people up with a mile. Yeah,
0: you've given him an inch of rope, of rope, and he's taking a mile
1: of, of rope. rope. <laughs> he's tying people and up tying, with the rope, tying multiple women up <laughs> with the rope
0: with the rope that you've given him just an inch of. Um, And then he's turned
1: into a mile, of course.
0: Yeah. And a mile of rope is a lot of rope. It's a lot of ladies. Yeah. It's a big bed. Um, (laughs) Mitra, look at me. Don't do this. Mitra, look at me. Don't do this to me. Not on the pod. (laughs) This is our home. Thank you.
1: (laughs) visual
0: visual okay,
1: okay. <laughs> um let's move on yeah, shall let's we do it
0: okay yeah, we, we got another? another
3: call
1: we have a phone call and I love it I love that
3: mm-hmm.
1: Then that can happen to us
0: it could happen to anybody
1: <laughs> Joel and
3: Mitra Mitra and Joel um okay this is penny uh this girl in my friend group who I am not uh, immediately best friends with but like she's better friends with everyone else she we'll FaceTime other friends and family when we are all in a group setting. So like we'll all be hanging out and she'll like not even just accept FaceTime calls, but straight up FaceTime other people who aren't there. It's really fucking weird and everyone hates it and no one really knows how to uh, tell her not to do this. Like we were in the car on the road trip and she was like, Oh, do you guys mind if I uh return my sister's call? And I was kinda like, Oh, maybe she'll just like call on the phone, check in, whatever. No, FaceTimes her in the car at nighttime. <laughs> well, no, we're all in it. Like, we had to like pause the music. It was insane. Um, how can I prevent her from doing this? Um, unhinged answers only what do I do? Um, sit on my face, thank you.
1: Okay.
0: okay, we got FaceTime, video call, um, video, video phone. phone, Beyonce, <laughs> um,
1: um, yes. uh, Jay Z, um,
0: Solange, Tina Knowles, um, Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams, Christian taking Music,
1: up, taking up a lot of space in the car, um, shave jobs.
0: <laughs> no,
1: forgive me. Forgive me, Joel.
0: <laughs> Sheaves wait. jobs?
1: Sheave jobs.
0: <laughs> Thieves jobs. Huh? Thieves jobs?
1: Sheaves. Like she, Sheaves? her. Sheaves. Jo- sheave jobs. <laughs>
0: oh, okay, okay, okay. okay
1: sheave okay. jobs.
0: Um, Apples, she, her jobs. <laughs>
1: great. <laughs>
0: Yay. Woohoo. Apples, she, her jobs. Yeah, um, that's
1: great. Um. That's excellent. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, moving on. And um- <laughs> <laughs> um, um, this is
0: actually this is um she's a performance artist. This is a performance she is doing for you and the people around her. Um, nothing she's saying on this FaceTime is authentic. Um, because she knows she's doing it in front of an audience. Um, yeah. and that is deranged behavior. Uh, as we've frequently come up with, and like uh, again, like I don't know if this is a generational thing. I don't know how old you are. You sound younger than us. Um, but people just gotta learn to say no when people present them with deranged behavior like this. But well, I don't think like, it should be you.
1: Keep the music on. Like, like it should be inconvenient. Like, like it. it that's so weird. Uh, but also, like. I think I do this.
2: <laughs> Wait, I guess do? I
1: wouldn't. No, I guess I wouldn't do it in the car. Like, I, I feel like I, I step away. But yeah, thi- I like, mean, this takes up a lot of space. I've literally stepped
0: life. away from an orgy to FaceTime someone before. Um, but I go in a separate room. I understand yeah. the appeal of FaceTiming someone at a party, but I don't do it in the middle of the party. Okay? Right.
1: That's what's so weird. Like, everyone wants to hear you talk to your family. No, that they don't know. That's no. weird.
0: And here's the thing. Here's the th- here's the real deal. Like, you have the the benefit of having everyone on your side. You mm-hmm. say in the call, everyone hates it. And so, what you can do really easily here is because you know everyone's on your side is that first of all, you you sort of triangulate the person who is closest to her, mm-hmm. and they lead the charge. Okay. And so, the next time you're in the car, and you gotta talk. First of all, you have to start a separate text chain. To start talking about this. Okay, you start the check chain and say, next time she's doing it, you all start texting about it while she's doing it and say, this must stop. This is weird. We all hate this. We all talk about this. Okay. And then um, you, you formulate a plan so that the next time this happens, you all sort of, she's like, hey guys, is it okay if I FaceTime? Everyone says, no, <laughs> no, Lacey, you're being crazy. Like you say it all while laughing at her with yes. her. You know, but yeah. like, it's not aggressive if everyone is just sort of like, oh, my God. No, Ew, you know, oh, no. No. yeah,
1: yeah. Yucky. Um, you know, yeah, I think that's it is great. sort
0: of like how Mitra handled when I was eating on Mike earlier. Um,
1: yeah,
0: it was with love and her and Chelsea were sort of like, no, uh, you know, <laughs> and I knew immediately that it was wrong. But I felt it with love,
1: with love and only love. I've I like that pitch a lot, um, and obviously have used it before. And I would also like to add that there I, I have t- a sort of a two pronged thing. One of the and like they, they, they sort of so I would say next time she Facetimes someone in the car if she does it, you could Facetime someone in the car at the same time. Mm. So you like call your mm-hmm. dad or whatever while she's on the phone. So there are two competing Facetimes, and then when she's like, excuse me. I was trying to have a conversation. You're going to be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, or you FaceTime someone in the car and you have a really loud FaceTime conversation with someone who's sitting in the car with you. Mm-hmm. Either way, she'll feel attacked, but also understand that it's because the FaceTiming is weird and it, yeah. no one else is enjoying it.
0: And as always, you always say if they feel sad or offended or like you're attacking them, you say it's a joke. Get over it. It's a joke. We're just kidding around. But while we're on the subject, this is insane behavior.
1: You're very you're very annoying to us, but we love you. I mean, me least of all.
0: Sort of a simpler version of the pitch is like if especially if you're in a car, like just refuse to shut up. Mm -hmm. Like if she's like, hey guys, can you be quiet? It's like, no, you are the one who is in a – you are the one who should be like, we are in a car right now. This is the wrong place, the wrong time, the wrong people. Bitch, yeah.
1: Take a okay. separate car if you need to have a phone call.
0: Wait until we take we a stop long for gas. Call. Okay. Do you remember
1: that? Um. Still I remain quiet. The Natalie Weiss video, the like mm. um
0: musical I theater song. I don't recognize it from the way you sang it, but wow. if I heard if I heard Natalie sing it, I might recognize it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we should <okay>. move on. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, we should. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we should
1: move on. Should we move on to our next email?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Wait, or do no, we need we to take, a,
1: take break. a
0: break. Okay. Well, yeah, we need to take a break. And we're back, and we've got two more emails for you, Mitra. I believe my strong sense of justice is pointing to. You being the one to read it?
1: It's me. Yes. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel, I love you both equally and think you both are the best. I'm a woman in my mid-20s, pronouns she, her, and moved to a new city a few months ago. I'm living with two friends from high school and one of my roommate's friends from college. I'll call her Lauren. Lauren has kind of joined our group of friends now. My problem is that whenever we're in a social setting, especially with guys, Lauren monopolizes the conversation. There have been a bunch of times recently where I've been talking to a guy at a bar or a party and she'll join the conversation and completely take over so that I can't even get a word in. I I know no one can quote steal a guy, but this pattern is really getting on my nerves. I don't feel like I can talk to my other roommates about it because we're all part of the same group of friends and I don't want to badmouth Lauren. But I also think one of them has noticed because the last time it happened, she came over and subtly tried to get Lauren to come to the bathroom with her. Lauren wouldn't go. What do I do next time this happens? Thank you so much. Okay, so we've got someone monopolizing the conversation. We got like Monopoly Man kind of vibes. Um,
0: mm-hmm. um horde walk. <laughs> horde, like
1: walk horde walk vampire.
0: Horde walk vampire.
1: Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, these urgent care hosts understood the assignment
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this is actually kind of my advice is here is kind of similar to FaceTime girl Mm -hmm. and that is um, you gotta you gotta start a group chain about this (laughs) it's clear that you have allies it's clear that you have allies here with Mm -hmm. the girl who tried to save you and get her to go to the bathroom And you must, must, must discuss this amongst yourselves and come up with a solution.
1: Yes, you have to. You have to talk to this girl. You have a friend there, and I think, like, you know, we know what this is—the week of the um, kidney friend. We're having a lot of talk in our culture
3: Mm, about talking
1: shit and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But here's the thing: this person's making you feel bad, and you know that there's someone who catches it, and they can help you, and they can Mm -hmm. help you, and. You don't have to say horrible things about her, but you can say how you feel and how her actions make you feel. And quite frankly, you can also talk shit. I don't care. But
0: talking shit is healthy. I'm sorry. You're it never is- going to
1: get me to stop talking shit. That never. was what was so annoying about all the discourse about it. I was like, why are we pretending? Like, I'm sure there are people who are amazing and perfect and don't, but I'm never going to stop. <laughs> like, and I fully am ready. To leave the entertainment industry behind, should my texts ever go anywhere? Yep, (laughs) that's fine. I I don't care about it that much.
0: I have a fake passport ready to go, a new identity set up, a family waiting for me in Denmark. Okay, (laughs) literally, (laughs) you will never get me to stop because it is healthy to vent about people that you even love.
1: And guess what? Love even. Even if it's even if it even if it's not healthy, which whatever, it's fine. It's funny, (laughs) and it's fun.
0: It's fun, and it's clearly you have (laughs) allies here. And I think you need to. Step one is to be able to vent about it and be like, "What the fuck is up with this Lauren chick?" Okay, yeah, you see this right? Okay, and then the second step is you come up with a plan. And I think the plan is okay. This is actually something very sweet that I do with my situation is that when I'm at a party and I'm trapped in a conversation that I don't want to be in anymore, I compliment their hair and then he takes me away from the conversation.
1: Wow. Say, but now you have I to say, think of something new.
0: Mm, <laughs> oh fuck.
1: Oh fuck.
0: Okay. It actually I will we'll come up with something new because the hair one was it there's only it, it's actually happened like three different times where I've complimented the same person's hair. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you've got to
0: so, move on. <laughs> so, so now we need to come up with something else anyways. But um, come up with a code. Like if you're standing in a group, okay, and you're talking to a guy that you like and Lauren is starting to monopolize the conversation and you see one of your allies, okay? Mm-hmm. You see the Soviet Union standing next to you, okay? You say, you come up with your code and you go, um, God, is it hot in here? Mm-hmm. And then your ally says, Lauren, we need to go and talk to the manager of this bar about the thermostat.
1: But she won't go. She, <laughs> she tried will. the bathroom thing. She
0: will because she tried
1: she, the bathroom she
0: thing. She will though because Lauren is a stickler for temperature control.
1: Oh, that is so true about Lauren. <laughs> That's
0: so true about Lauren. <laughs> but you fi- you find something that fits for Lauren that will get her to go, okay? Um, you you the, the friends knows, "Oh my god, Lauren, I'm getting a phone call. It's about your mom. We need to go outside.
1: What about um Lauren, weren't you um weren't you exposed to COVID today?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: or you go um Lauren, I'm so glad that um you were able to make it out tonight. I know your diarrhea has been crippling you all week.
0: Exactly. You really crush Lauren like that.
1: Or But here's the I- thing, alternatively- that wouldn't stop me. If someone brought up my diarrhea, I'd be like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 I know it is great that I'm out. <laughs>
0: sort of, sort of dovetails into a series of stories about you shitting your pants that you proudly tell to any man yeah bar. um I think the other thing that you can do is like the ally I, I think the I think the bathroom thing was like too weak, like it was too indistinct, and what the um what the ally could do is look at her phone and go, Oh my god, oh my, oh my God, Lauren, can you stop outside with me for a second, <laughs> Lauren, please. I need you, you know, and then that happens. And then once this happens enough, Lauren can sort of be like, what's going on? And then you confront her.
1: Yeah. I will say also, of course, course, we're not being very, like, like, this isn't very, like, girl's girl behavior. Like, we're being very, like, rom-com. But I just feel like we have to support our caller. Because also, I mean, you could just try to get, like, closer to Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) What? I know. What? (laughs) I know. But I do think... What is that like honey, whatever, whatever, like what is that thing? Honey? Something about some like idiom about like. oh,
0: You catch more flies with honey than. Yes, honey yeah, there yeah. you
1: go. Um, <laughs> what is that thing about honey? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Oh, You know what I love to do when I'm in a situation like that where I'm like, I'm clearly cl- connected with a guy. And then someone else comes over and is like trying to like monopolize the conversation is you go completely nonverbal, babe. You start rubbing the small of his back and sort of like you're listening to what Lauren's saying, too. And you're sort of just like, you know, squeezing his arm, rubbing his back, you know, like you've moved. You've actually it's like, yeah, take the conversation, Lauren. I've moved on to the next level. I'm touching the small of his fucking back.
3: Yeah.
1: Good job. That's great. You could also like whisper to the guy like that's like that undercuts whatever's happening in the group. Yeah. Um, or Absolutely. just ask the guy if he wants to go get go, get up and go to the bar with you or something. Like I think yeah. one way to like sort of quote fight against someone being very like charming and forward is to also be charming and forward and like push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and um, you know, be rock and roll.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, urgent care podcast hates women.
0: <laughs> Let it be known. Yeah, am. you
1: could also like go out to dinner with Lauren. Um, <laughs> I do find that like sometimes with people that I have like sort of built a mythology about um, going and getting a one-on-one drink with them sort of dispels that and often it will lead to a great friendship or at least a better relationship. Um, but also you could um, <laughs>
0: kill them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we have one more email.
0: Here it comes. Hi, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. Given your legacy of being the hub for bisexual women, I'm (laughs) hoping you can give me you can help me out with my issue. I'm an Asian, non-binary lesbian, they he pronouns, and most of my friends are also queer Asians, and we often indulge in the bisexual women, keep dating crusty cis white guys memes, and more specifically, bisexual Asian women keep ending up with crusty cis white guys with yellow fever. However, over the years, more and more of my bisexual Asian female friends have started relationships with said crusty white guys and I get irrationally irritated, especially when they continue making these jokes seemingly without any self-awareness. Obviously, I understand that you can't control who you love and I'm ultimately happy for my friends, but I can't help but feel upset and betrayed when they fulfill these stereotypes. Is it insane for me to feel upset about this?" I don't actually dislike their boyfriends or want them to break up, but I can't help but feel like I'm losing my friends to this nastiness, especially when a couple of their boyfriends have, in fact, predominantly dated Asian women in the past. Should I just stay in my lane? What is there to do? I don't want to start shit, and I am not sure what's to be done other than maybe dismantle racial capitalism on a global scale. Please help. (laughs) I'd say, Mitra, you can sit on my face, but given that you don't swing that way, I'll just respectfully wave at you both from afar. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.
1: Oh, so much respect. I, I know. Oh, it's, it's really annoying. very kind. But at a certain point, someone's going to have to just make me the offer that I can't yeah. refuse.
0: Get on there. <laughs> um.
1: Okay. They hate the boyfriends. Um, let's see. They want to dismantle racial capitalism on a global scale.
0: Whatever the um, fuck that means. Um, yellow fever. Um
1: Fever, uh, sort of a um, Peggy Lee. Um, Doctor,
0: they, medicine, them.
1: I think it's perfect.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, this is a tough one for both of us because I think we are both um, sort of involved with crusty guilty. white people.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this one, this one I actually uh, kind of regret agreeing to do now because <laughs> it's going to make me examine um, some of my own stuff.
0: Here is the thing um, that I want to talk about, like, because this is something that I struggled with. I mean, I think the third thing I ever said to uh, Redacted when I met him was, "Why did you have to be white?" Because I, there are, is no end. Of Reddit threads and YouTube comments and Twitter threads about me only fucking white guys, which is you know factually untrue. This is all from people who have no idea who or I fuck or the races of the people that I fuck, um, and it is unfortunate that the first time that I have found something substantial of someone that I care about deeply is it does happen to be white because it, it seems to prove all of them true. But there's this weird thread of resentment going on in here that I understand, but I also think is. Mostly about sort of like the jokes and like who gets to make say, the
1: jokes. I think, it, and like, not
0: about like the actual who they're dating.
1: Yeah, th- this person says like they don't like the boyfriends. They don't want them to break up, but I but I do think like a like there is a degree of letting go that needs to happen because you're not going to get them to stop dating these people, and it's actually just going to create more like you, you will, people will turn on you, which I'm not saying is fair. I'm just saying is like no one for whatever reason, no one, like there's very few things that are going to like that. You can just straight up say that are going to make people stop dating their partners other than like they're cheating or whatever, like because you're not telling them anything that they don't know. And they're probably having their own conversations with themselves about like who they're dating, especially since they're the people who make those kinds of jokes about like the crusty white guys. But I do understand why, those jokes are annoying to you now. Like that, of course that's irritating because it's not self-aware or like at at most, it's probably like self-deprecating or something like that. But it, it, it's, it's the kind of thing that's like, it's hard to own when you're doing the thing that you've made fun of for a long time. Um, and I think again, kind of similar to our earlier advice. Like, I think you can hit them with the, like, that's what you're doing. (laughs) Like, or like you can, you can sort of, joke back or at least make it clear that like that's a joke that you're not really entertaining right now or something like that like you don't have to engage with the jokes or you can oh you mean like
0: your boyfriend you know
1: yeah 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 exactly like oh of course like him he's like that (laughs) you date that (laughs) yeah i think for our person i think the all you can do is sort of bring it into the jokes. Like I, I, there's just not much else that can be done. I think you can spend less time with the partners with, because they're pissing you off, but there's just not a lot you can do about who people choose to date. Nor is there a lot that like you should do. I think if, if that is the person, if they're like for all intents and purposes, like good people and like they're making your friends happy, that's like all you can ask for. And that's all you really get to weigh in on it's not a decision that you get to make. And I think you know that. And like you said that in your email. And like, I think I completely understand that feeling of like, I have this feeling that feels like, like you said, like a, like a nastiness. And like, that's not a fun place to be. And I like completely understand that and have felt that. And like, I don't know. I, I think people will find that very relatable, but I think you risk losing friends that you really care about if you do not like behave thoughtfully, I think. Um, yeah. but the jokes can stop, and you can make them understand that like you are not a safe space for those jokes anymore. <laughs> like that's one thing you can control. and, and I they, think
0: like and, and I think if those stop, it will become less of an oppressive, ever present. Sort of thought pattern that's happening in your brain, because you will stop seeing them as just like singular white people that are are dating your you know Asian by Asian friends, and 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 you'll be able to sort of see them more just individually when they stop speaking sort of globally about white people in a way whilst dating white people. Mm-hmm. But I also you know what I also am like, no, like as a person of color, I am still allowed to. Deride and like be frustrated by whiteness while also sort of being involved with a white person. I and I guess like people can disagree about that, but like, um, it's, yeah, I'm not, it's
1: not like simple for sure, it's not
0: simple, it's but not. I
1: think like there's a specific genre of joke that this person is finding really annoying that they don't have to pretend is funny, yeah. But I, but I think like. Past that there, there's like nothing they can really do unless they're like specifically asked what their opinion is, because there's just no way that like, like no, no one's going to be receptive to someone like they're not blind. They know they're thoughtful. That's why they're your friends. Like, so offer your, like what, I guess it's just like, what's more important is like, like showing them their own the hypocrisy that they're probably very aware of and like hypocrisy is a strong word but you know what I mean and or is it like I, I don't know it's hard it's not it's not an easy thing but no, it's I not. think and, and then we're not we're not gonna get to the bottom of it but we're not like get to the bottom I think I think specifically podcast. the jokes I think specifically yeah, the jokes the you jokes. don't have to play along <laughs> um, here's the
0: thing like man like I get it I get that as like it, it is frustrating for me as someone who like sees, I get where our our caller is coming from and why they are frustrated when you see like constantly in the media like Asian people with white people, and it's frustrating and you and it and it feeds into this like feedback loop of of shame and like um frustration. But at the same time, me as an individual, and Mitra, you know this about me. Like I have not had a boyfriend in thirteen years. I have never had someone care about me back um in those 13 years um and is it annoying as fuck that the person that i have happened to meet that i care about and cares about me is white yeah it is but i'm not going to deprive myself of that because of that fact like i'm just not going to do it like i deserve to be fucking happy and like if that loses me credibility as a person of color then so be it. Who cares? I still have this fucking podcast. so That's <laughs> all that matters to me.
1: Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joel, another beautiful episode.
0: Another beautiful episode. Kind of a heavy episode. Sort of I know. Uh, fun, silly, heavy, silly heavy. Silly
1: totally heavy. Um, singing. Who's Actually, you owe me dinner because you said the thing about my singing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying for dinner this week. I am. I'm definitely paying for dinner. You know, I think you have a beautiful singing voice.
1: I know. You're singing at my funeral, babe. That's true. Okay. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. But you're still paying today. I am paying. Today, I am. For emotional damages, you will be paying for dinner. I'll be
0: paying for (laughs) dinner. Um, All right, that's our podcast you guys Um, if you would like to be featured on the pod please give us a call at 323-334-0371 or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com please try and keep the calls no matter what they're about to under two minutes or we won't play them Um, and wow thank you Chelsea thank Thank you you, Ryan. Ryan thank you July thank you everyone at Earwolf Colin Anderson
1: thank you Joel Thank you,
0: Mitra. See you tonight. Bye. Bye.